that uh, I'm intimidated by these God's men here that are uh, very more educated than I am. But one thing about it, I always want to just honor the Lord and, and obey Him and preach what He lays on my heart. He uses every man uh, the way He calls that man. And so I appreciate the fact that God called me several years ago and put me in the ministry. And, and I thank God for that. And so I just want to give you just a few moments tonight of what the good Lord has given me. Turn to the book of Exodus chapter 32 and verse 17. I began uh, in Brother Shannon's church about a month ago. I began preaching on questions in the Bible. Uh, David said, is there not a cause? The, the jailer said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? And so I, I want to preach tonight. Uh, just a little thought here in verse 26, but let's start in verse 17. He said, And when Joshua heard the noise of the people as they shouted, he said unto Moses, There is a noise of war in the camp. And he said, Is it not the voice of them that shout for mastery? Neither is it the voice of them that cry for being overcome, but the noise of them that sing do I hear came to pass as soon as he came nigh unto the camp, that he saw the calf and the dancing, and Moses' anger waxed hot, and he cast the tables out of his hands, and he brake them beneath the mount. Can I say I'm not uh, for this aerobic dancing that's taken over our churches? Amen? And uh, we may say a few more things about that uh, before it's over with. And he took the calf which they had made, and he burned it in the fire. And he ground it to powder, and he strawed it upon the water. And he made the children of Israel drink of it. And Moses said unto Aaron, What did this people unto thee, that thou hast brought so great a sin upon them? And Aaron said, Let not the anger of my Lord wax hot. Thou knowest the people, that they are set on mischief. For they said unto me, Make us gods which shall go up before us. For as for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we wot not what has become of him. And I said unto them, Whosoever hath any gold, let them break it off. So they gave it me, and then I cast it in the fire, and there came out this calf. And when Moses saw that the people were naked, for Aaron had made them naked under their shame. What about that? Among their enemies. Then Moses stood in the gate of the camp and he said, Who is on the Lord's side? If the Lord would help me just for a few moments tonight, I want to preach on that question, Who is on the Lord's side? Let me say first of all that the Lord's side is the right side. I am not ashamed tonight that I am on the Lord's side. I'm not ashamed that I'm a Baptist tonight. I'm not ashamed that I'm an independent Baptist tonight. I'm not ashamed of who I am. Amen. I was with a fellow a few weeks ago, and he was telling me about somebody that got on social media and said they didn't like that word old-fashioned. I like it, hallelujah, and I'm not ashamed of it. I'm glad, thank God, even though I grew up north, uh, that God allowed me to grow up in a church where they shouted, rejoiced, uh, and they ran the aisle, and we enjoyed the Lord, and I got to be around old-time religion, and I thank God for it, amen. We need to quit being ashamed of what side we're on. Amen. 
We've gotten away from just old time religion. Amen. I was going to try, let me get the thing out of my pocket there. I was going to try to be sophisticated and wear my jacket, but I can't do it, praise God. I just want to preach, amen. We need to quit worrying about what people think about us and just be on the right side. I'm glad, thank God, that a God established on the right side. I'm glad I had a man of God that preached to me and loves me and gave me the Word of God and told me how to live and how to live and what to say. I thank God that I had a fire-breathing preacher that preached to me. Amen. Amen. The right side. It's the righteous side. The Lord is holy. Amen. I'm so tired of people saying if you got standards, if you try to have a little standard in your life, that you're a legalist. I'm not a legalist. A legalist is a man who promotes himself in his own self-righteousness. Hey, hey, hey. Friend, if you got a few standards, uh, that don't make you a legalist. Amen. It's the righteous side. Let me say that the Lord's side uh, is the rejoicing side. And we've just seen that a while ago. Thank God. God, we have so much uh, uh, to rejoice in uh, and bless His name in. Uh, we need to quit being so sad. Our churches are dying across the land. Uh, and most of them are dead as a hammer. And praise God, we ought to never rejoice uh, in the Lord. Uh, uh, thank God His side is the rejoicing side. Amen. Amen. Let me say it's a a reigning side in the fact that it's the winning side. I'm glad, hallelujah, that I'm on the winning side. I'm glad I read the last chapter, Brother Ronnie, and I know that we win. Amen? I'm on the winning side. I'm tired of people uh, feeling sorry for me uh, because that I don't get to go uh, to the places they go. And I don't get to do uh, the things that they do. And I don't watch the garbage that they watch. Amen. Uh, They feel sorry. Don't feel sorry for me. Uh, I'm enjoying my life. Uh, I'm enjoying uh, being in the house of God tonight. Hey, listen to me. Uh, I've not had, hey, listen, I've not had anything. Uh, uh, that I've not enjoyed in these 40 years of being in church. It's the best life I've ever lived. Hallelujah. And if I had to do it over, I'd do it again. Amen. Amen. Give you three quick things here. The characteristics of the other side. The Bible said in verse 18 that their music was wrong. I'm surprised that the preachers uh, that are starting to listen to country music. Or you preach for a fella and his wife's phone rings uh, and it's uh, Alabama singing. What about that? God help us. Amen. Whatever happened to going back to them days uh, where we didn't listen to country music, that we didn't listen to rock music, that we didn't listen to rap music, but we just listened to godly music. Amen. That music was wrong. Amen. Whatever happened to that? I'm going to tell you what music will do. Uh, it will influence you under ungodliness and unrighteousness. I'm telling you that rock music has bounced out of hell. And that's never going to change. 
singing to me. That's right. Amen. Amen. You know what I'm saying about country music? You play it backwards. Uh, the wife comes home. The dog gets back on the front porch. Everything turns out all right. Amen. Yeah. Their music was wrong. Verse 19, their movements were wrong. They began to dance. You see, that music starts a process. It starts a process. Oh, Brother May said that a, a praying knee and a dancing foot don't grow on the same leg. Amen. Amen. This aerobic dancing that's taken over our churches where they got somebody pretending to dance with God on stage, that's pitiful. I said that's pitiful. And I know we're on Facebook and I'm not trying to be mean or ugly, but I'm telling you it's time, praise God, that somebody stand up and say, that's a bunch of nonsense and we need to just get back to glorifying God and preach the Bible and love Jesus and go to church to worship Him. Amen. I try to smile. My wife always tells me you look like you're mad. Well, I'm not mad, hallelujah. If I am, I'm mad at the devil. Amen. They're movements. What was what is going on in our churches today? Oh, I'm telling you, we have uh, we have slipped in the last five years uh, more than we have in 20 years. Uh, we've drifted away, and what people are saying that used to preach against sin, they're standing up and apologizing and they're making excuses for it. Uh, when they used to nail your hide to the wall, uh, God help us! If it was wrong 30 years ago, it's still wrong tonight. It doesn't matter if they change or not. Thank God that word of God don't change. Amen. 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 Then in verse 25, it made their morals wrong. They got naked. You see that process? It starts with that music. Then it goes to dancing. Then they take their clothes off. The Bible said to their shame. The word naked there just means simply to expose, to be bare, amen, uh, to uncover. I, I never remember back in the 70s uh, that Christian people went to the beach in June and July. But they do today. We go to Myrtle Beach, and you know when we go in January, everybody's got their clothes on. Amen. Yeah. You stay out of trouble that way. Amen. Whatever happened to the day where we just believed in doing right, but everybody wants to pull their clothes off, get out their old Hank Williams, and then wear their T-shirt that they love Jesus. I'm telling you, friend, you need to chunk that garbage, get that mess out of your house, thank God, and get on the Lord's side, and let everybody know whose side you're on. Amen. Amen. Our churches have become so carnal. Churches I'm preaching in are going backwards. They're not having people coming. They're going backwards. You know why? Because we've gotten so carnal. That's right. And we've gotten where we believe if we preach it, that we'll send them away. I'm for being 
kind. And I know there's certain times that you're dealing with sinners and you're trying to win them. I understand that. A sinner, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I thought when the Lord laid us on my heart, I said, Lord, I kind of preached something about this on last year. Uh, they're going to think that's all I know to preach. Amen. But I'll tell you one thing. I tried a long time ago. I told him I'd do my best to obey him and to preach what he said to preach. It doesn't matter if we like it or not. We've got to hear the word of God. Our young people need to know that it's still right to do right and to dress right and to live right and to walk with God. It's still all right to be an old time Christian. It's still right to listen to good music. It's still right to be careful what you want and be careful what you listen to and be careful where you go. That's still right. Amen. Amen. Characteristics of the other side. Then we see the cause of being on the other side. Look at verse 8 and 9, chapter 32. You know what it is? The heart was in the wrong place. They begin to show affection to the wrong things. The Bible said they turned aside. They begin to let idols in their life. They begin to skip Sunday school. Begin to skip on Wednesday night. Because they begin to have things that seem to be more important in their life. You know people will get upset with you if you tell them that their boy shouldn't be playing Little League on Wednesday night. That he ought to be in the house of the Lord. They say, oh, come on. He's just playing ball. But you see, God is more important than ball is. Amen. Amen. They, they had their heart in the wrong place. If your heart is in the right place, you know what, Brother Clark, if my heart's in the right place, and if I'm flipping through the radio station, and there's a song that comes on that my flesh likes, and that I've heard it before, if my heart's in the right place, it don't take me a second to just go ahead and press that old button and to send it on. But if my heart ain't where it's supposed to be, my old flesh will linger there just a little bit, because we like it. Let's just be honest. But if our heart is in the right place. Amen. Amen. I don't really want to get started on Facebook and all the junk that you post on there about where you've been and what you're doing. If you're not afraid to tell it, then we're not afraid to preach on it. Amen. I mean, if you're not ashamed of it, then why would you get upset if we said something about it? Amen. I think that you're that crazy to put it on there that don't get mad if we say something about it. Amen. Amen. Isn't that the truth? Why in the world would we get upset about that? You're the one to put it on there. Amen. Why would you get upset? If you get asked to leave the choir, why would you get upset? You're the one to put it on there. That's God. I had, I had a friend of mine a few years ago. He yeah. took a church and, and well, that's one of the first things he had to deal with. lady wanted to sing the choir. Hadn't put herself in a bathing suit. Put it all over Facebook so everybody could see. 
Oh, she got upset and they left the church when he said you can't sing in the choir. Hey, whatever happened if someone said, I'm sorry, man of God, and get right with God about it and take that garbage off. Amen. Amen. I guess I'm not trying to get any meetings on me. Amen. The heart is in the wrong place. Their head was in the wrong place because they were stiff-necked. He said in verse 9, he said this people is a stiff-necked people. They have made up their mind they're not going to do it. You see, this generation, I, I run across them, and I know all you other fellows that preach out, you do too. They, they are to say, Brother Blue, we're not going to do that. I don't care what the preacher says. I don't care what that Bible said. I'm going to do what I want to do. If God... Listen, if you're saved, you better care what God has to say. You better care what that book said. You know what he said, young people? He said in Psalms chapter 19, In keeping this book, there is great reward. There is great. God will honor a man that will honor this book. Your heart was in the wrong place. Your head's in the wrong place. Then lastly, the cure for being on the wrong side. Number one, verse 10 through 14. Thank God you got a man of God praying for you. You need somebody praying for you. Hallelujah, the man of God. God said to Moses, I'm just going to wipe them out. And Moses began to intercede for the people. Thank God for the pastor, the man of God preached on last night. Uh, hallelujah. Uh, that prays for the sheep. Amen. I'm glad for a man of God. If your pastor's here tonight, you ought to go up to him and tell him thank you uh, for praying for me. Because I'm telling you, the man of God labors in prayer uh, for you and I. And I'm telling you, hey, you know what? Uh, if you're on the wrong side tonight, you better thank God you know your preachers are praying for you. And that's already the right step in the right direction. It's a man of God's so laboring for you before the throne of God. I'm glad, thank God, for real men of God that love their people and pray for their people. Thank God for a preacher tonight. I say hallelujah for a man of God that loves his people. I thank God for my pastor tonight. I thank God for preaching tonight. I thank God for these men who labor on the way of God. They love us. Hallelujah. I say glory to God for men. I thank God and labor in the book and give themselves under prayer and the reason. Thank God for His preachers. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Pray for Him. Number two, he said, he said to get rid of your idols. To literate, I said, pulverize. Man, they grind it to powder. Praise God, they got rid of it. Throw out that Elton John CDs. Amen. I wouldn't let that garbage sing to me no way. Amen. That's right. They may blow up your Facebook before it's over with tonight. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean tonight. I'm no. just being honest. Yes, being honest. We need some help from God tonight. We need some folks to get some things right. Number three, part ways with your bad influence. You know what? Verse 26 through 28, they, they killed 3,000 people. There's a good chance that that might have been those who kind of instigated this thing of building this calf and dancing and getting naked. You know, listen to me. 
Sometimes it's the people you hang around with that become bad influences. I remember a church that I was very well acquainted with, and there was a young girl who sang in the choir, and in the the trio as well. She sang with two other girls, and, and they were faithful, and she came every service, and she dressed right to sing up on the platform and and she she did I mean she she was a good but you know what happened to her? She got to working at a Christian daycare but there was a, a girl there that was probably about three or four years older than her who was a rebel. You know what a rebel is, don't you? Someone don't like authority. And this 21 or 2 year old girl began to put it in this little girl's head who's getting ready to graduate from high school. She said, you don't need to listen to your mom and dad. And you don't need to listen to that preacher. And because she worked with her day by day and was at her side, she influenced this young girl. She graduated from the church on Friday night. Saturday morning, her parents went into her room. She was gone with a note who said, I'm leaving. And she left her parents' house, moved in with a man 10 years older than her. Are you hearing me tonight? Because of influence. It does matter, young people, who you hang around with. It does matter. Get rid of that influence and get back on the Lord's side. Don't be ashamed. Thank God to be a Baptist and go to the house of God where a man of God preaches. Amen. I used to preach for a fella. He uh, put a tag on the front of his car and he said, I go to that Baptist church. You know why? Because when you knock on doors and you tell them where you're from, they say, oh, that's that Baptist church. Yeah. Don't be ashamed to be part of that Baptist church. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse 29, get a pardon. Ask God forgive you. He said, consecrate yourself. Get back on the Lord's side. We're drifting. We're drifting tonight. I didn't get to hear Brother Randy's message, but they said he talked about a flood coming. We're drifting tonight. Somebody's got to stop it. Somebody's got to say, you know, that's enough. We went too far. Man, I'm, 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 I'm for trying to reach sinners. God knows I am. I love, I love bus routes and van routes and going after people, knocking on doors. But I'm telling you, we still got to hold the line. We still have to hold the line. May God help us tonight, preacher. I'm through. Let's stand, if you would, please.